back, everybody, to a new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel. Now stab her. Stab her. Do it now. Yeah. Okay, for real this time. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies. And we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and stare me through the screen here is Gabriel. Stabber, stabber now. I'm the only one you That was terrible, but good enough. <laughs> That's all right. So today we're talking the new James Wan film, Malignant. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and watch out for Madison. Watch out for Madison. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. How's it going today? It's going great. Going great. Good, good, good. I feel like I've done nothing today on this beautiful day. I woke up at well, six, 6 in the morning for no reason at all. Ew. Laid in bed for like a good hour and a half before I fell back asleep. Then I watched a movie in bed. <laughs> More on yeah. that later. It happens every once in a while. More on that later. Yeah, so as far as beer goes... Got a new one here from Little Beast Brewing. Maker series. It's called the OG. It's a glazed donut inspiration beer. They collaborated with Blue Star Donuts. Interesting. That's okay. So we'll see. I mean, we've seen Rogue Beer in the past collaborate with Voodoo Donuts, which FYI, oh, I not, about that. not that it really affects you too much, but FYI, they're opening a brand new Voodoo in Vancouver, Washington. Nice. Whoa, actually, it kind of smells like both beer and a donut. Interesting. Is it right, what type what it of beer like. is that? It's just a little beast brewing. It's just uh, a glazed donut inspired beer. It's so it doesn't say like a stout or anything, it's just inspired nope. beer. Just, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I got a new one from Fremont. I don't know if this is new this season, but I've never seen this one before. But from Fremont, it's called the Milo IPA. Um, not very exciting artwork, but it's okay. I'm not gonna lie, it's not my favorite. I do like the Fremont Lush and the Sky Kraken quite a bit. Not super high on this Milo, though. It's a bit, it's a lot more bitter, a lot less smooth, but it's not too bad. This is interesting. I'm I'm taking my first sip here right now. Yeah, your face Whoa. says it looks it's it's interesting. Yes, I don't know if I can recommend this. Yeah, I'm trying to think what this. Uh, kind of a red ale maybe a red ale and donut i guess definitely not a stout hmm it's interesting it's not bad it's just interesting but okay it's, it's just interesting donut and beer i'm for it but yeah we've seen it before with rogue brew and voodoo as well as ice cream with uh salt and straw and breakside which is still one of my favorite stouts. Love that stout. That's a good one. It's real sweet, but it's real good. All right, Daniel, anything going on in movie news world this week? Not a lot, man. There's just not a lot. I kept looking for any little tidbits to share, but I just didn't really see anything that interests me or just anything interesting in general. It's more just like, oh, these movies that we know are coming out are coming out. Yeah, not anything super. Something about, something about Emmys or something happened this week. Now, award shows are always super boring, though. Yeah. 
All right, so nothing exciting going on this week in movie news. That's okay. You know, sometimes they're slow weeks. That's all right. But we are headed into the fall, though, which is generally usually one of my more favorite parts of the year. I mean, the only things I have to say is I know they already announced that we're getting a new teaser for The Batman with Robert Pattinson on October 16th through the DC Fandom event. But we already talked about that a while ago. So, but it's less than a month away now. So it feels a little bit more exciting. I saw the current trailer last night in theaters. Awesome. Nice. And then, you know, they. Oh, and I mean, as of recording, it'll be out by the time people listen to this. But Star Wars Visions comes out tomorrow. And I'm really excited to check that out. Same here. Same here. Be watching that potentially tonight. We'll see how late I stay up. Yeah. Looking forward to that. A week behind. But have you watched this finale of Lego Masters yet? Oh, yeah. I watched it on Wednesday. Okay. So, no spoilers. I'm a week behind, but watching it tonight. Very excited. And the winners are. Moving on here. Anything funny watch this week? Anything streaming right now? That's. Well, I got one movie I'm going to talk about. Yeah. So, I watched a couple. One is I already told you about, but I watched this Nicolas Cage movie called prisoners of the ghost land which was kind of like felt like a japanese spaghetti western starring nicholas cage i like the concept um, yeah you, you showed me the trailer i watched probably three quarters of it before turning it off because you know trailers just give you way too much these days. i mean i tried watching it i mean it's an hour and 40 minutes i didn't finish the entire thing because i just was watching i got an hour in and it's just the one of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen. Like, you know, it just wasn't really for me. And I couldn't I couldn't see myself sitting through another 40 minutes of it. But like, it was really bizarre. I told you, like, I don't think you would like it, Jordan, which is kind of a bummer because it looked like it just like weird fun, but it was just more weird than anything else and less on the fun side. I mean, Nicolas Cage hardly even says anything for like the first hour of the movie. Jeez you know that's too bad it it was a little bit disappointing i don't know it just it wasn't as fun weird as i thought it would be it took itself a bit more seriously than i thought it would be too for what the concept was in the trailer of him trying to rescue so like it's like rescue almost like a plantation owner's daughter Mm -hmm. you know and having a bunch of bombs strapped to him and if he doesn't if he fucks up they'll just like blow him up wow all righty well that's too bad because yeah when i heard nick cage in a western i got pretty excited i might still watch it where is it streaming somewhere i had to rent it it but it was like yes it came into theaters but like it was only seven bucks to rent okay all right and the only other thing was that um Oh, never mind. It was just uh, it was a little bit disappointing. But yeah, you had to rent it. Uh, it's too bad to hear. All right, real quick, I'm queuing up something. Sorry, not ignoring it. Just queuing something up. I don't, I don't think you can hear it yet. Well, he's Come ignoring on. it. Stupid commercials. Well, I watched a movie last week. Uh, I believe it's streaming on HBO Max. I think it was. Shit, let me, let me confirm that real quick here. Sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to be unprepared. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Jeez. I Jeez. know. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is HBO Max. I don't want any 
Okay, Daniel. So I saw a movie this week. Um, well, I saw a couple. I saw the original 1933 King Kong in theaters. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we've actually, I'm not going to talk about it right now here, but we've got a whole episode where we review it from, I think, was it earlier this year? I think it was last year because we were going by basically like time period by time period. And that was the one we picked for the early days, right? Is yeah. That why? Okay. Anyway, we got a full review of 1933 King Kong. Check it out. Fun movie. Always fun to see the big screen. I took a friend that had never seen it before and he enjoyed himself. So the movie I'm going to talk about a little bit here right now is, you know, we had comedian actor Norm MacDonald pass last week. So kind of went back to watch one of his classics and I ended up watching Dirty Work. Have you seen Dirty Work, Daniel? I have not actually. I I saw a lot of people talking about it. Like I know who he is, but I just never watched any of his movies. And I never really watched a lot of Saturday Night Live, but I saw people talk about it and I saw a trailer for it. I'm like, yeah, I'll go back and watch that. Well, right I now, it's, got, it, I got it's streaming it, yeah. on HBO Max. It's a pretty ridiculous movie, but it's a lot of fun. It stars um, Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang. Uh, it's written by Norm MacDonald and Frank uh, Sebastian. Directed by Bob Saget. I completely forgot Bob Saget directed this. Nice. Pretty ridiculous movie, but I'm just going to... It's about yeah, two friends that... Uh, yeah, they're kind of their early mid thirties, kind of still trying to figure things out. One of them's father needs a heart transplant, which one thing I completely forgot about: Chevy Chase is in the movie playing the doctor, and he is hysterical. He owes all this money to bookies, so every time you see him, he's got like his arm in a sling because he needs the money and doesn't have it, and they keep beating the shit out of him. It, it, it I forgot he was in this, and it's so funny. But yeah, they uh, open a revenge for hire business where they do your dirty work. I'm going to show Daniel right here real quick. We're just going to watch a quick opening scene just to give Daniel and the audience listening just a little bit. of Hand over the milk money, Weaver. I'm afraid I can't do that, Derek. I'm just not sure you'll spend it on milk. That's me, Mitch Weaver. That's Sam, my lifelong best friend. I never had a dad growing up, so Sam's dad, Pops, tried to fill in a little. He was a boxer, real tough guy. Most important thing to remember in life, no matter what this you character's do, hilarious no too. what you do, don't take no crap from nobody. I never liked the guy, but he was right about not taking crap. Wow, my dad sure is great. Hey, do you know where he hides his guns? Don't worry. We just planted the guns in the bully's desk so he'd get in trouble. Wasn't me. Let me go. <laughs> they weren't mine. We always did stuff like that to get back to people and mess with us. Like there was this crossing guard who used to grab all the kids' asses. Back then, people weren't on the lookout for that kind of thing. The only way to nail a guy like that was to catch him red-handed. That's where the super glue came in. <laughs> and we really got back at this ornery babysitter we didn't like. <laughs> After all these years, this picture still makes me horny. I mean, wistful. It, it makes me wistful. <laughs> anyway, that's just a little, little tidbit there. 
Okay, that's pretty funny. It, it was fun to go back and watch this again. Pretty ridiculous comedy from 1998, but it was still so much fun to go back and watch. Especially during like like 19, like yeah, don't worry, we didn't do anything bad for the country. Rich Plant, and I'm like, dude, that wasn't even before. Like, we have all the fucking problems we have now. So I'm like, <laughs> that's. I just love that to get back on the bully. Like, I swear they're not. Mine. I just like he's like slam. Just you see the kid throw right into the garbage. <laughs> Crack me up. Well, stream on HBO Max if anybody wants to check that dirty work. Yeah, starring the now late Norm Macdonald. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely check that out this oh, week. Yeah, check it out. All right. Yeah, that's that's all I have this week as far as things I've seen. Just a little Kong action and dirty work. Very nice. Well, let's move on to our main movie on tap and let's get into Malignant. I'm having visions. Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. Well, for Malignant, we have brought on a guest. She's Daniel, coming. I was like, Daniel, where's the guest? She's coming. Okay. And introducing Shiloh somewhere. Slides note under desk, like Shiloh cannot attend as she had committed to a prior engagement. I don't know. I'll just go grab her real quick. <laughs> All right. Back in a flash. All right. So we have Shiloh joining us today. She's going to talk Shiloh. some malignant. Yes. Which is which is awesome because you two are more in the horror genre than I am. I don't really get out to see many. Well, I do appreciate the genre. I just don't get out and see many. So good to have you. How are you doing? I'm good. Just so you got some wine there. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I've been ever since I started working at that new place, I've been really spoiled with nice wine. Just... Are you just sending it home with you? Well, I got to try a bunch when I did my training and stuff. So. Oh, nice. Do you get discounts on bottles? They do have off bottles on Wednesdays. Really? Yeah. Like if you go in and like we have a list of like nine different wines and you get half off the bottle. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You have to drink it there though, right? No, you can take it home. Oh, nice. Oh, even better. Well, there you go. Wow. That's cool. Very, very cool. Uh, what kind of wine is it? The one I'm drinking? Oh, it's just a Pinot Gris Underwood. It's okay. Just simple, simple. affordable. Does it Delicious. taste better than glazed donut beer? Ew. That doesn't, does that even taste like a glazed donut? You know, kind of. It's, it's he, he says it tastes okay, but his face when he drank it for the first time said completely different. I don't get the point. Like, I don't know. Maybe because I don't drink beer because I can't. Yeah, Shelly, you don't understand. I just don't get why there's certain <laughs> beers that are taste like, like it's a culture like chocolate stout, but the beer doesn't taste like chocolate. Um, if you get the right one, it does. If you get cocoa stout from uh, Sun River, 
or cocoa milk stout or is it like bitter chocolate beer you mean like dark chocolate dark chocolate is bitter not that (laughs) but they don't have they don't mix wine with donuts Shiloh, you just don't understand. That would be disgusting. I've had mango one before, but that's completely different. different. No bacon maple bar, Pinot Noir, Pinot Gris. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He doesn't know. Pinot Pinot bacon. Pinot bacon. (laughs) All right, let's get into our movie here. Other disturbing things. Let's talk about the movie. Malignant. So yeah, when you two talk, just take turns kind of leaning in there. But uh, yeah, so Malignant, the next installment by James Wan, which I need to uh, see some of his films, I think, because what I have seen, I've liked. So he's he is the one that kicked off the Saw franchise, which to this day, I have never seen. Really? Yeah, you did the first Saw. I didn't know that. Yeah, it started out with a nine-minute show. Two. I mean, the second one scarred me. I did not like Second one's one. in the house, right? Yeah. And then she falls in that pit of needles. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, well, he did, he did a short, I think a nine minute saw short. Then that got him a green light to do a full length saw film. But I followed that up with Dead Silence, Death Sentence, Insidious, The Conjuring, which I heard that's a good one. That's probably what he's most well known for now because they've had the whole Conjuring. There's like what we talked about, like there's like seven movies. Yeah, but he doesn't direct. He only directed the first two, I think. Yeah, he did something with Annabelle, I think. But it's pretty well known. Yeah, he started it. Yeah, because we actually, I had never seen the Conjuring one or two. So I think it was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I ever mentioned on the show, but we sat down and we just did a double feature. And what I really liked the first Conjuring, it was the perfect amount of like camp and horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second one was way less fun. Okay. I mean, the Warrens don't even come into that movie. Until... He did the second one, and he said it looks like Insidious Two as well. Didn't a Conjuring Three just come out recently, or maybe a fourth? Oh, it's the so. The devil made me do it. That is the fourth, like Warren sort of like Conjuring, because the way it goes with the Conjuring, it goes the Conjuring, the Conjuring Two, and then they go back to the Warrens when Annabelle comes home, Mm -hmm. and now this is the fourth one Mm -hmm. with the devil made me do it. That features more because the other ones like Annabelle. The, the first Annabelle movie, Annabelle Creation, those were, didn't even show the Warrens. Like they were independent stories off themselves. And then you okay. have La Llorona, La, La, I haven't. La Llorona. La Llorona and The Nun, which is kind of an, also another little segue off of like the initial timeline. If I were to get into any of these series, any you recommend? I mean, definitely you should watch The Conjuring. It was okay. great. Let's um, check that out. It's, I it's re- enjoyable. It has the guy from Office Space in it. Um, which one? I liked personally. I liked Annabelle, like the first Annabelle movie. I remember watching it in theaters, and it was a movie that genuinely scared me for a little bit. Like I thought about that movie a lot. Love the love the poster for Conjuring. And then I say Annabelle Creation. That was a really good one. But yeah, like those were probably my top three in the entire series. As I've, whether it be like the campiness the actual like i was actually terrified and stuff like but those three are like my favorite all right yeah let's check some of these out like all yeah. right but 
back to uh james Wan, also directed one of daniel's favorites aquaman he's joking because that movie sucks it's scary as hell it's how bad it is <laughs> i didn't think it was too bad daniel hated it daniel wanted to walk out i didn't think it was that bad well, he the- also did Various seven so he's done some low budget stuff and some big budget stuff but <laughs> yes <laughs> but today we are here to talk about malignant starring oh, annabelle wallace maddie hassan george young michael brianna white as well as gene kelly so what were some of your thoughts going into this and just kind of what your general thoughts of the movie let's start with daniel here um going in no thoughts whatsoever i just saw like this came out a week or two ago in theaters and on hbo max which we did watch it on child and i watched it on hbo i think we all did actually you were gonna but we all watched on hbo max which is available till october 10th before it'll be pulled for like 45 days before they put it back on you know because it was like a same in home and at the theaters release Mm -hmm. but yeah we honestly like i just so because we're like you know there's not really a lot going on but i'm like well this is new it's a new movie it's streamable if we want to and it's you know a horror movie which we're getting you know we're in the season so i'm like yeah let's just check this out so i didn't watch a trailer and going in i told shiloh because she asked like what kind of horror movies like camp slasher and i'm like you know what i don't know so we'll find out and within the first few minutes i'm like oh it feels campy and slashery and then the tone kind of shifts after that but uh so going in we just didn't really we didn't i didn't know anything and we just watched it blind didn't even watch a trailer for this i don't know if i ever saw a trailer for this shiloh what about you what were kind of your thoughts going in were you excited to see it didn't know anything about it because i knew nothing about it till recently that's me no I literally I think because we watched it last night so Sunday night Daniel's like hey do you want to watch this horror movie with me tomorrow and I was like sure why not okay and then I was I mean, like I suppose. Oh, yeah I was like are we watching another movie tonight he's like yeah and he pulls it up and I'm trying to read the description and then he just plays it and I'm like you didn't even give me a chance to see what it was about. So I went into <laughs> Too it. late now. Yeah, yeah like there's no, If we're watching it, no matter what, no reason to read the description. I like to know things. Yeah, I know. So, and that's why you watch the movie. Anyway. Okay, I like, so, to, I like to kind of know the premise a little ahead of time, too, so I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, so <laughs> I, don't like I got mentally prepare myself for these things. And so we just started playing it, and I was just... I had no idea what I was getting into. And I can promise you, I don't, even if I knew what I was getting into, I don't think I would have expected that. So I think there's no way to mentally prepare for that movie. Yeah, for me, I knew nothing about it. Daniel suggested it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, we're getting to the uh, fall season here. Why not a little horror flick? That sounds kind of fun. We definitely already started. Mm -hmm. James Wan, you know, overall, I respect his work. I I know he's big in the industry as far as horror and big budget films. I mean, he's got the Conjuring series as well as, you know, he did some Fast and Furious and Aquaman. So he he can make big budget films or small things. So I was like, yeah, why not? We'll we'll do it. I was going to go see it in theaters last night. And then my friend and I, last minute, we decided to uh, 
go get some food instead and go see King Kong on the big screen. <laughs> King Kong, haven't you seen that already? I've seen that one several times, but it's great. The classic he, one. The 1933 one. Yeah, he and he had never seen it before. So like, oh, well, let's go watch it on the big screen. This will be a lot of fun. Well, the, the thing was too, we're like, well, what movie do we want to go see? And I was like, well, I know nothing about this um, malignant movie, but my heart's with Kong, so let's go see Kong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of the deciding point. Like, well, I know Kong. I love Kong. Let's go see Kong. <laughs> let's be fun to show you how uh, things were done back then. Anyway, watched it this morning. And yeah, I wish I would have watched it at night downstairs, bigger TV and stuff. I watched it upstairs in my room today. With you know, At least I have black blinds, so it was dark, but... Yeah, I think it would have been better if I'd watched it bigger TV or even in the movie theater. Um, which eh, I probably see, should that's, just... what, that's something I'm glad we watched it at home because that was part of the fun was getting to talk to Daniel about like the movie while we were watching it. Yeah, we were theorizing on the fly. Yeah, okay. and that's kind of fun to do with that. Like, is that like there were so many things like I was I couldn't follow where it was going at all. I mean, the movie just throws so much on the table so in nice. rapid fire. Then you're like, why are we doing this? Yeah, it, yeah. It, I, th- I thought I knew what was going on for a while. Then I'm like, oh, maybe I don't know what's going on for a while. Here's what I wish I would have seen in theaters: is I paused and went downstairs and had food because I got hungry eventually. <laughs> like I'm gonna get some breakfast, mm-hmm. make some coffee, and then come back and watch the second half. Overall, though, uh, this is my general thoughts. I, I enjoyed it overall. Very good with the visuals. Very stylized. Good shots. Uh, the acting. I think the acting was good overall. I definitely enjoyed our uh, our main, you know, Annabelle Wallace, who was the Madison. I enjoyed her probably the most of everybody. The side characters were good, but I definitely she was definitely my favorite of everybody. And just as far as performance goes, was the best of all of them. Yeah, there was just one time though when she was in the car, like near that when the big like you know, not spoilers yet, but when she's like, "That's my blah blah blah." I looked at Daniel. I was like, "That was a bit dramatic, wasn't it?" Like there were a few times it was a little bit cheesy for me, but I enjoyed that aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, well, I couldn't tell what it was going for genre. Was this going for campy? stylized well, thriller that's part of the John wick <laughs> that's yeah that's part of the problem is this movie suffers from an identity crisis where it's very inconsistent like the beginning is feels like total slasher camp lots of blood broken bones yeah. those and intense then, stares when the camera pans into them it's like we gotta kill this thing yeah it's very over dramatic and feels very campy at the very beginning and then the middle of the movie takes itself very self-serious and then at the end of the movie we hit more camp so the bulk of it is like takes itself seriously but it bookends itself with a lot of camp and frankly i think well shiloh and i both I love campy horror like that's some of the best yeah you know Mm -hmm. evil dead and you know just like fun horror like horror either needs to be extremely frightening or it should be extremely fun you can't really go any in between like this wasn't in between because i would almost argue the middle of that kind of remind gave me like the conjuring two vibes very serious very like what's going on everything but yeah but the beginning and the ends were super campy so it was like i like what you had told me that youtuber had said yeah that 
movie needed to embrace the camp just a little bit more a little more yeah because it went from like what looked like low budget camp to very stylized bigger budget right and that's the other thing is it just doesn't um mesh well well yeah like if you're a stickler for that it's very inconsistent um and what else was i gonna say um yeah it doesn't mesh well because it's literally like almost feels like an abrupt cut of like you can tell where like the camp ends and the seriousness begins and when the seriousness ends the camp begins they don't really intermingle they don't really blend it very well it's very noticeable like when it feels yeah, campy when it went back to campy that was in the jail scene yeah. and stuff and i remember both of us like that was like a shift in our mental tone even because we just were like what the actual hell is happening right now like we i were will just, say like, i enjoyed that quite a bit though that's it we'll right. get into that scene you know, later maybe oh it's like man kind of the point is that it's so you know like because you know it's such a shift you want that like you want your audience to maybe feel that huge shift and everything yeah. but to me it was very kind of off-putting because i'm like i thought we went away from this like i did not expect I, and maybe that's the point that was i did not expect i mean i don't know all. if that's the point like tonally and consistent wise the movie's a mess but i think i should say it up top i looked at y'all i'm like this movie's fucking ridiculous because it just throws like so fast too it throws so much at you throughout the entire movie of just like you're like at like it at least i was in the mental state i'm like yeah sure whatever yeah okay sure yeah now that's happening because mm-hmm. i'm like this movie just was fucking ridiculous like i had fun watching it but this i'm very i was very aware how fucking ridiculous that, that's what i kept trying to decide like do i like it do i not like am i enjoying myself i think overall i enjoyed myself again great visuals like the visuals were just awesome i thought the, yeah the visual turning of her like having her like psychical powers uh like essentially chaining scenes like how the room just kind of melts away that was mm-hmm. a very cool visual effect and i definitely enjoyed the last act of this movie over the first two acts for sure i, I guess i don't know if we really read the premise Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. And I, I guess I do love the poster too. Perpetual. It's a great poster, great poster. which that's kind of what you can kind of horror is good. Cause you can usually tell, or you can at least get usually gleam what type of like horror movie you're getting into by by the poster like honestly the poster reminds me of like more 80s horror movie was just like black background red letters yeah i i like it but it doesn't really feel like an 80s movie unless you count the fact that it's a mess yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i guess we could do some spoilers here and then start talking some yeah i mean we barely even touched because yeah the whole thing is thing i mean i did start to guess it <laughs> i will say that about when we were theorizing right when she said it was i remember because i said it i got it i was like it's her i was like guarantee when Tyler, we're not into spoilers yet also we were gonna do the synopsis of the movie what are you talking about what we weren't into spoilers i don't know oh i thought we were going into spoilers i'm sorry not, not yet, yet. Not yet. We're about, yeah. to, about to. We were going to talk about what the movie is actually about. I, I will say real quick, great opening credit sequence. I love that opening credit sequence and the hard rock and roll and stuff like that. Campy. Yeah, it's very campy. And then it gets so serious. Yeah, then it got that that middle act of seriousness is just kind of like, why did we go here? 
because I, I honestly started getting slightishly bored in that middle act. It was also I, because you know what you took. That's the whole. That was one of the hard things. Is horror is very hard to keep interesting for prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. I think really the only one that really does. I think like it chapter one is over two hours, but that's good throughout the entire thing. It chapter two was not. No, that was inconsistent. But this movie was just shy of two hours, and I think. I know we always talk about hour and a half. If it's not going to be good, it should at least be tight, you know. And twenty minutes out. You cut twenty. Do you take twenty minutes to bring it down to an hour and a half? You cut twenty minutes out of the non-campy section, so it doesn't feel as much of a disparity. Would be nice, but also mix in some camp still. It still would have been noticeable, but it would have helped. Yeah. Yeah, because we would have been nice. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the detectives? Well, yeah, because we fought. Well, <laughs> I totally thought that fought- was Justin Long for a second when I first saw him. Justin Long is an actor from like early two thousands. But yeah, the uh, the George uh, George Young character Shaw, Detective Shaw. I totally thought he was Justin Long at first, and I was like, oh, hey, I've seen this guy in a while, and I'll go, oh, yeah, no, that's not him. <laughs> yeah, but I did like because I mean, it's other what well, feels other, and that's another thing. Like when we were going into this, I'm like. Is this going to be like demon possession, alien possession? Like, what type of monster are we facing? We're facing a ghost, poltergeist. Like, and at the beginning, uh, when because I was hoping for alien, I I honestly I told. Hang on, what's that noise? Sorry, that was the neighbors. I don't know. We sometimes have random car alarms go off in our neighborhood, so everybody starts hitting theirs to try to figure out who's who's got all this simultaneously going off. Yeah, there's at least a couple right there. There There's a couple right there. The other night, Daniel got hit. Like his ended up in the mixture. It was. It's. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't happen that often. (laughs) Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I did like the detectives. I mean. Cause yeah, like we, they're trying to figure out what's going on because the whole movie starts with Madison, um, being pregnant. I know we, that's, okay. That's one of the biggest tonal shifts in the entire movie was the fun campy slasher. And then it goes to, I'm pregnant. My husband's abusive. Also, I've miscarried three times before this. And I'm just like, okay, that's a, that's a lot to start. The miscarriages alone would be a, like enough to break the tone but then you got an abusive husband who literally smashes her against the wall in the, in the beginning scene and then but you know that's what makes horror fun watching with the person i'm like Shut turn up. Off you, know that guy's gonna get, you know that guy's gonna be one of the first ones to get fucking dead yeah as soon as his head after we got over the initial shock of like the thunk that you just yeah heard, like god we're just sitting there we both like ah that was my first like oh shit moment right there like oh damn like yeah that guy is so dead i was like he is so dead like you know and murder but then that also becomes with the biggest shock is i don't even know what this movie was rated i assume r R, oh had to be r for the the gore that we saw for the gore i mean some of the gore like some of the stuff they like cut away you know you don't really see like a ton oh but then no. other times like when you see how you know he first sees whatever it is in the house at night and then he just gets his neck just fucking brutally snapped like almost upside down yeah. 
So yeah. his spine's just kind of sticking out of his neck. I was just like, oh shit. Like we were eating nice. dinner while we were watching the movie and we're just like, I don't really want to eat right now. Yeah, we had a because <laughs> it was it made me nauseous. Yeah, like and I can handle a decent amount of gore, but that just seeing the way he was posed and stuff, that made me queasy. Yeah, but I do like how she, you know, Madison, you know, like, oh, you know, and then it starts, that kicks is what kicks off the investigation with the police involvement. And I did like how they're like, well, there's no forced entry. So one of them's like, I'm thinking it was the, the, um, the wife since, you know, neighbor said that she had been abused. So she has motive. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then they kind of, it was so weird to go from that to, oh, she has motive. We're investigating her. And it feels like it flipped too quickly to like, well, now she's a psychic telling us about other murders that are happening, you know, and they just kind of talk to her. Mm -hmm. They don't really seem to investigate her. Yeah, I was kind of wondering where that was all going to go. I mean, yeah, I was trying to think, should we go into spoilers here? Yeah, we can just go into spoilers because this movie is fucking ridiculous. A bit of a mess. I think if you enjoy bad horror, have fun with that sort of thing, it's enjoyable enough. Like, Sean and I did have a fun time just because of how utterly ridiculous yeah. and how much the movie just throws at you. Yeah, I think for overall, I I was entertained for sure, especially by some of the violence coming towards the end. Uh, but yeah. yeah just, it, you got to be prepared for the campy bookends, but the middle is dry. Yeah, middle is dry. But I mean, still fun. I liked her sister's character. It's kind of fun getting her involved. And... I think some of my favorite parts, though, were the flashbacks to her as a kid, honestly. Those were some of the creepier ones. But also, you know, and one of the things that was better about this movie is like, yeah, like, it's very, um, like, when you go into the flashbacks with her talking to her imaginary friend, Gabriel, who she thinks is committing all of these murders, like, that's what they're trying to figure out is how are they doing this? Um, and when they do flashbacks, they're like, yeah, we got you from an orphanage. Like, you know, in like other, like probably older horror movies, they're like, oh, she's just fucking insane. But I like how the parents are like, well, she's just went through a hard life and she's just trying to cope. So we're just trying to be as supportive as possible. And I'm like, yeah, you guys have been good parents. Too bad it was a demon. <laughs> yeah. What I like too is uh, the shot of her with the knife about the pregnant belly. And in yeah. her mind, she thinks she sees cake for a little bit and is about to cut a cake. Yeah. Oh, but I love the flashbacks in this. Uh, the stuff with the uh, psych warden were good. The VHS video flashback. Found footage section found was footage. also very creepy. Very cool, though. And But oh, when we finally get the reveal of what's going on with Madison. Love also, I don't know that. if you heard, Shiloh, but Jordan at first thought it was aliens, too. Uh. Well, I was hoping for aliens. I first thought it was poltergeist. I definitely thought we were doing a haunting thing because I was thinking about James Wan and the conjuring and stuff. And then when I realized it was definitely not like a ghost or anything, it was when she was in after she had her interview and she got the phone call in the bathroom and stuff. That is when I thought had the feeling that it was 
we're in spoiler territory now, right? Yes, yeah. That's when I had the feeling it was her because I thought about it, and then every scene that the person that she get she got the vision, and when she was with her husband, all that stuff, I realized that she was alone and stuff. So there was nobody that could vouch for her to have a valuable alibi because every time that she's been seeing the murders or any other time the Gabriel had shown up she was alone and so that's why I was like I think it's her and then a little bit later is when I thought when she said Gabriel was her brother and stuff that's when I was like boom fraternal twin they couldn't get it out it developed and sure enough when they have the VHS reveal where a camera goes behind her we were, I was not prepared for how fucking gross and creepy that Isn't that awesome, though? The visuals of that, though? The arms. And how her whole her fucking, her like, back of her ribcage is just exposed. exposed. Oh, my God. That made, I was like. All the, but all the surgical were shots removing it. That, I didn't think they were going to go that far with how he was attached with her. I didn't think about, like, a parasitic. Like, when I had pictured it, I had thought about, like, you know, like a tumor on her brain. But like inside her brain, not the fact that it would have been growing out the backside of her. Like, I'm just like, how the fuck did her like I'm the mom was 15 and stuff when she gave. Oh, like, yeah. And then they bring up. He's like, oh, by the way, if we didn't throw enough at you. Also, it's a rape, baby. And be like, yeah. OK, and I'm thanks. Like, like, what yeah. Was Emily slash Madison was because they were talking about, oh, we're going to give her, we're going to take the hospitals, like we're going to take your child, we're going to give it a better life. I was like, did they get them at that age they were at? Because if she was 15, that means she was like raped when she was like a child and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God. It was, it was, again, the movie was a lot and that just threw a lot of weird and very unnecessary. I mean, the miscarriages would have been enough, and that was still too much. <laughs> the fact three that, two years. The fact yeah. that they just take the head and she just pulls it apart. I was like, oh my god. I, I gotta say, overall, I think the jail scene was my favorite of the scenes. Like that well, was just I mean, crazy and that's like the weird. Shit. I mean, it was great, but also I'm just like, yeah, like, like where did that come from? Like, why does he have that's something they never understand why essentially she has superpowers, like super strength. I mean, she punches somebody straight through the chest. Well, yes. cool. They don't explain it and they never explain how the malignant to like the malignant the twin, twin develops psychokinetic, like a bit like the ability to project its thoughts into or electronics. Electricity. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 lights flickering and blowing, they never really explain that. I, I would have appreciated a little bit more explanation, but at the same time, the suspension of disbelief that they're just like, just roll with it. And I'm like, all right, we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, it's kind of like, all right, well, I guess we're yeah. And also they chose, I was literally watching when we were watching the ending. I'm like, there is no other way they're going to this movie has to end right now because there is no way because the more most horror movies you get a very light ending the sun comes up the birds chirp you know there's always (laughs) the family is worn and bruised and they have scratches but they lived throughout the night i was like there is no way they're gonna do that she just literally murdered the entire seattle police force wherever they're at there is no coming back for her oh even though they're like they gave me this moment like 
I'll keep you locked in here, slams the door. Like, bitch, you're not coming back from that. I know. If he didn't get killed at one security guard, needs to get fired. How he let himself actually get, like, grabbed. Like, are you kidding me? First off. I mean, I don't think he's going to be fired because I'm pretty sure he's dead. Well, he is. But I just mean, he's shooting the hostage as she's coming towards him. And he stays there and then gets grabbed and slammed and yeah killed well also if you're she's subtracted of multiple murders but you put her in gen pop i'm like that's also negligence on the police department who did that yeah but and to be get to get that whole fucking just like yeah she becomes a super like it becomes an action movie at the end you know and then at the when she like has the conquering moments because like Gabriel essentially his whole motive is he's trying to kill everybody she cares about. So he she only has they only have each other essentially. Mm-hmm. So because you know he got throughout the movie he's gathering up and murdering the scientists who were involved, their biological mother who gave them up, who fell out of the the fucking ceiling. Which of her house. that, that was actually like, a cool great fun. reveal. I like that a lot. Actually, I did they not did see that coming. And when scene. she like, yeah, she's been locked up there for like most of the second like that kicks off the third act i think but she was been locked up there for the whole second act then when she finally gets out and drops through and just drops to the like the first floor of madison's house and like right as she's getting interviewed with by the police i'm like holy shit i did not see that coming but that was an amazing moment i was like one of the peaks of the movie it was was great great i I guess i was a little disappointed that um so she slaughters the whole police force, yet somehow these detectives don't die instantly or get killed instantly. Well, because they're, they're the main characters. Yeah. I know, but I like that. Come on, plot armor. I know, I know. That's like, but you know, and all. But the, but the biggest disappointment, honestly, was her sister not getting killed. Her sister should have just been. Dude, that scene where they though where they think where he thinks that he shot her, Daniel and I mouths just dropped after that gunshot really i'm like at first i'm like i wasn't expecting her to die but i'm like i don't know he's getting everything and it's towards the end of the movie i think this is her projecting okay but at first that initial shot like you're just like oh my god yeah turns out the sisters are right of course you're all right Yeah, I yeah, I think just to add more drama to it, I think her dying would have been great. And then just maybe it's her and the mother after that. And that's just that's the only survivors. The only the only thing that survives is was blood, blood. Re- was blood. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been interesting. She's definitely uh going to get locked up for a long, long time. I know. I like how at the end she's like, he's like, I'll get out and be like, next time I'll be ready. I'm like, bitch, you are never gonna see the light of day. You killed an entire police department. There's no fucking way. And I'm like, Shiloh, I want the sequel to come out because I want to know how the fuck are they going to justify letting her go or just like what ridiculous what shit they do they have to do to get her out of prison in the sequel? Because she should gonna, be. They're going to look at all the VHS tapes and see, oh, it was this little guy in the back. Yeah, okay, you're fine. You're fine. No, that would have been too. It doesn't matter. At, <laughs> They live in a legal system. Like, it doesn't matter. You murder an entire precinct. You are you not are seen. You're getting Epstein. <laughs> like yeah. it's. They're gonna lock you in a padded room, and she's gonna be shackled for the rest of her life. Oh, well, so maybe Gabriel gets reawakened, and they plan an escape. I don't know. There could be a decent. Yeah, do coming. a prison escape movie. Yes, there that. could be That'd a be a good sequel coming. Who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> I don't uh, know. 
Oh, overall, I gotta say, I enjoyed it overall. I was definitely, I was definitely entertained. I guess. I, I think as a, is this a great movie? Not really. I think I give it a B minus. I'm glad I watched it at home and not in theaters. On an entertainment scale, maybe I give it seven and a half out of ten. I was definitely entertained. I mean, the John Wick shit in the police precinct was awesome. Just watching her slice and dice everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, I want more explanation. Where did these like super strength come from? The uh, making the lights flicker and explode. Where does that come from? Yeah, see, there was so much suspension and disbelief that like I don't need a a super detailed explanation of how the psychic powers evolved or the strength evolved. Like, I just need a little something that sounds sciency. Well, like, and then Dino DNA. Good. Is, you know, the suspension of disbelief was. Was there like yeah? Give me a fucking alien DNA twin. Come on, I really wanted aliens. Yeah, same. I was hoping for alien stuff. I'm just. I know my first like when we saw the intro. I'm like, okay, so because why? I'm like telekinetic abilities. That's not human. Okay, so it has to be alien. I told. I think my whole first shot was okay. Alien disease got attached to this little girl, and they wanted to like, you know, check it out and see what would happen and then it just developed too far along so they lost control mm-hmm. and you know and so i'm like okay that's what happened and then it was a fraternal or not a fraternal twin a parasitic twin a parasitic twin which i guess i thought her sister was dead when the hospital bed got flipped over onto her like well yeah. she's gone i thought her head was just smashed against the wall dead nope yeah nope. just her legs just her legs she's fine Luckily, so she's at the safest possible hospital. Yeah, and that poor guy with his pacemaker. Oh my gosh! Yes, just essentially exploded. exploded his fucking heart. Like Jesus. Oh, that was harsh. That guy just wanted to go see his grandkids. Seriously, oh, that was harsh. Okay, well, yeah. How would you two grade this out? Okay, it's mostly like. Entertainment wise, like I think we had like an eight out of 10 experience, just having fun, laughing at the ridiculous parts, theorizing, just like what the fuck, you know, like I said, Jordan, horror is best with at least one other person. True True that. I scared the shit out of horror movies with one of my best friends. That's our thing. We go see, I saw all, we have seen every single Conjuring movie because me and her, we saw it together. We saw, we go and watch all the fun horror movies together because it is fun with another person all right so alone in your bed just isn't the same no no although i don't know it was the wind or something outside i was like i started hearing this weird sound over by my window afterwards i'm like oh my god flickering what's that what's going on you're like oh god well if anything it's fun to see a horror film or thriller with somebody because you can scare them i did that with somebody during quiet place part two <laughs> grabbed their leg at the it right moment fun. and they were like Whoa! Shut up. That's what? what he's talking about. <laughs> I like to scare Daniel and stuff. Like, I'll just jump out and scare him. She just, like, quietly walks over while I'm taking a shower, zoned out, and she rips the curtain. She's like, ah! It makes me... She loves it because it almost makes me jump every single time. 
that I told him, me and my little brother, that's what, that's what me and my brother did when we were kids. We, we would literally hide and try to scare each other. Like that was just something we enjoyed doing. So it's like, it's just fun to me. And Daniel's like, that's not fun. And I'm like, that's what me and Cole did to have fun. Well, literally she's like, we just scared each other. I'm like, well, let's see. I punched Kylie's tooth out once. I accidentally ripped one of her piercings out. When she got a new piercing, I hit her in the face. Um, that's what we did. And Jordan would pit us against each other just to leave a room. So that's so, why I'm like, so he gets really frustrated. But I think so when you're like, yeah, it's fun to excuse you to scare him. I'm like, see, scaring people is fun. It is fun. No, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's fun to scare people. I used to have a coworker. I would uh, walk up behind her when she wasn't looking, just like whisper in her ear, like, hey, scare the shit out of her. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> She got me, I think, once, but I got her like 50 times. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, entertainment definitely probably about an eight. We had a good time. I would watch it again just for the ridiculousness of it. As far as like if you want to grade out an actual movie, it's like it's probably C level horror. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. very, it's not very good, wildly inconsistent. There is no. But- yeah, there's no clear tone of the movie. You some really, people and, are loving it though. I was watching, looking some comments. And, but so. if you well, love, like, but that's the thing, like, we love it for an entertainment value. Like, yeah, it is like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but yeah. I don't, I wouldn't call it like a great horror movie if we're going according to like. Some people are. That's weird. I don't know because I'm like, no, I, I just don't. Feel, I just it, didn't feel the same. It was very inconsistent. It was. I mean, horror is also one of those genres that is so like, uh, not subjective. But no subjective or, yeah right. sorry yeah like horror is one of those genres that's very subjective like people love horror for a ton of different reasons we had fun because it was so bad it was good to us but some people are like no this is just bad totally valid uh and, but it's also like daniel and i like we like horror for that's one of our things we love campy shit we love ridiculousness we thought scream three was better than scream two or yeah and people hate the third one and we're like no that's one of the best ones because it's so self-aware it's that's so, what's so self and self-aware it. is what this movie should have been it was decently self-aware but not totally self-aware it i mean Again, self-aware beginning and middle though. Come on, where's the camp? So that's what yes. I'm saying. Like, yeah, I can see why other people would like maybe think it is a really great horror movie, but I like horror because of the ridiculous. Oh, I'm hoping um I have talked to Daniel about this. I'm hoping uh for some Halloween kind of seasonal stuff. I hope we get some old school camp stuff. Like I would love to, I've never seen it. I'd love to watch the 50 foot attack of the 50 foot woman. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. So, but, and that's hard because the other horror fans are really into like how scary, how is like, how bloody can it be? You know, it's, yeah, it's horror to anybody is very subjective. Like it just depends on what kind of horror you like yeah. and stuff. And yeah. some people, and I think that's why some people don't like horror at all because they can't find what, what they dead. like about it. Like your mom and your dad are not going to like horror because it's just gruesome. Oh, they cut their finger open. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like there's blood. How can you watch this? I am dead inside. But like my dad would watch Van Helsing for the and you know, but he thinks that's like a fun, you know, kind of like. That's a fun, bad movie. It's ridiculous. Right, but my dad wouldn't, I don't know if he would think of it as a fun, bad movie. I think he just thinks it's a fun movie. Our our dad just thinks bad movies are good. That's true. (laughs) So I think that goes for horror as well. 
you know like it just is it just really is what your taste of horror is eye of the beholder yeah very much so everybody's horror tastes are very no, i mean I even get, to what i want to get into more horror i'd like to like conjuring would be a fun one to watch evil dead uh, again old school stuff would be so much fun to watch like i mean you love sam raimi right he made spider-man evil I dead did. well i've seen the first two evil deads oh watch the third one that is yeah. the campiest one as i say i haven't seen army of darkness still but yeah i've seen the first two so looking forward to sam raimi coming to the marvel cinematic universe can't wait for that mm-hmm. if it doesn't have bruce campbell in it i'm gonna be really sad oh it'll, he'll be in there somewhere all right all right well let's wrap it up here that is our review of malignant i think we all suggest just watch it at home it's on hbo max still yeah. it still wouldn't be like the worst thing to see in theaters but i don't know hbo max should i suggest watch it with a buddy yes absolutely. better watch better with, with a buddy i appreciate a bad movie yeah all right well daniel where can they find us they can find us online on movies underscore brews instagram and twitter uh, let us know what you think about Malignant. Loved it, hated it, needed more camp, wanted it all serious and more red rum, blah, 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 blah. You know. Uh, and it's streaming on HBO Max if you have that till October 10th. Well, thanks everybody for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Fruits. Cheers! Cheers.